0: The last part was in order for us to spiritually worship God, we need to be transformed. And that transformation comes by the word of God. Remember? Yes. We're looking at Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the ruin of your mind. Now, in context, was he talking about doing bad things in the world, or was he talking about? worshiping
1: he was talking about worshiping because we had started at
0: verse one exactly and so in verse one he was talking about worship that means you could be worldly worshiping so he's saying he doesn't want you to worship him worldly or worldly (laughs) okay but for you to worship God, Jesus says, you have to worship him in spirit and in truth. And here the apostle Paul says, for you to do that, your mind needs to be transformed and no longer conformed to this world. And the world that is being spoken about there is a world of what? Worship, correct? Right. Yeah. Another word for that is religion. A world of religion. Because that's what the world knows. Friday we go to the mosque, Saturday we go to the synagogue, Sunday we go to the church, and sometime during the week we go to the temple. But are we really worshiping God? There's some people who are. Because their minds have been renewed by the word of God, but how can you not be a Christian and have your mind renewed by the word of God? Is that possible?
1: Yeah, God speaks to everyone. I mean in Hebrews chapter one, he says that he's spoken to um, You know in times past he spoke to all people in all places and now in this present time speaks to us through Jesus Christ.
0: Okay, fine but today if, if you're not listening to Jesus Christ, is God speaking to you? Definitely. What I mean is, are you listening to God? If Are you hearing God if you're not listening to Jesus Christ? no. No. Okay. So today God is transforming those who are listening to Jesus Christ, those who believe in Jesus Christ. So this renewing of your mind by the word of God only applies to those who believe in Jesus Christ. Now, the fact that you believe in Jesus Christ doesn't mean you're being transformed. True. Based on verse 2. Verse 2 tells us how you get transformed.
2: It's saying that we're being transformed by the renewing of our minds, and then we will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will.
0: Okay, I think I got ahead of myself Let me give us one scripture to back up what we're talking about Okay Let's look for um, the scripture that says um, We beholding him Are being transformed into his image That's in 1 Corinthians I can't remember exactly where Okay, sorry 2 Corinthians chapter 3 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We needed that to understand what we just read in Romans 12. Amen. Now let's, yeah, amen. amen. Let's look amen. at, um, okay, let's look at um, verse, let's take it from verse 11 to 18. All right, wait. Uh, everybody, please put on your seatbelt. We're about to take off now. <laughs> Amen. 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 All right, anybody can read that for us. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, from verses 11 to 18. I think that's the end.
2: Well, since I don't have King James, I'm not reading it.
0: Okay. Amen. Amen.
3: For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech, unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. But their minds were blinded, for until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, the veil of lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is a spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. For we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord.
0: Amen. Amen.
3: So you notice
0: the last thing it says is that we all with open face beholding As in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from what? Glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So, we can see now when Paul says we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind, where it comes from. It comes from beholding the Lord, correct? Yes. Now, look at verse 14.
3: Of the same um, Yes, verse 14 Yes But their minds were blinded For until this day The same veil remains Unlifted in the reading Of the Old Testament Because a veil is taken away In Christ
0: Stop I hope you know when Paul was writing There was no New Testament There was no book called New Testament. Yes.
3: Yes. So
0: he's referring to the Old Testament. The Old Covenant. The Old Testament, the the writing. Yes. The writing, the written book. Mm -hmm. That is what he calls Moses. Okay? So Mm -hmm. he says, even today, today, that is today, 2020. Okay. When people study the Bible He says there's a veil On their minds mm. are, we, are, we, are we getting Paul now? Yes. yes See all of us like to say When he says them We point fingers in the other direction He's actually talking about you mm. He's telling you That your mind is blinded Even to this day that you cannot see beyond the physical writing of the, of the, of the Bible into the spiritual. Okay? So look at verse 15. Verse 15 says, But even unto this day, when the Old Testament is read, the veil is upon their heart. And I'm telling you, the Old Testament was all that Paul had. Okay, so you and I are sitting with Paul and he's trying to explain to us that that book is veiled, but it can be unveiled only by the Spirit of God if we are staying our minds on Christ. How do we know that? Verse 16 says, Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away when what is taken when one turns what when what turns to the lord when anyone
2: turns to the lord
0: when the mind when the mind turns to the lord remember he's talking about minds here right okay verse 17 says now the lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty liberty so what are the people who cannot see the old testament in spirit what are where are they they're in what captivity thank you
1: as you know it says that jesus says he he came to set the captives free
0: there you go So you have come into what Paul refers to as the glorious liberty of the children of God. Now, turn with me, please, to the book of Revelation, chapter 18. Revelation, chapter 18. Amen. Amen. Anybody can read from... Verse 1 to 4. So remember, we're talking about captivity here. Correct? Yes. And when, you, when, when, when you're worshiping God in a worldly sense, according to Paul, you're in captivity. When you're worshiping God in spirit and in truth, you have been set free. That's the context. Everybody remember where we started this morning, correct? Correct.
1: Yeah, I think. We're still there. We haven't
0: left it. We're just going further. That's why I said put on your seatbelt. We're not going off track. We're still on the same subject. And that is what does it mean to worship God in spirit and in truth? It means to worship God in freedom, in liberty, not in bondage. Now, the people who are going for, quote, service or for worship, they don't think they're in bondage. But if their minds have not been touched by the renewing spirit of God, and how did we say that occurs? How did we say that happens? What's the mechanism for transformation of the mind? In Christ. Yes, but what's the mechanism?
1: The renewing of the mind.
0: Okay, yes, how is the mind renewed?
1: reading Find
0: the scriptures the there you go thank you reading the scriptures yes that's as we as we not just read but as we meditate on the scriptures it transforms us from one form to another form that's why we talk about being transformed by the renewing of our mind, mind. and that means we go from a state of bondage to a state of liberty. Okay, so let's look at Revelation chapter um, 18. Somebody read from verse 1 to 4, please.
1: Amen. 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 And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lighted with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues.
0: Amen. So we can see from this scripture that this place called Babylon here is a place where God's people are in. Now, friends, can I ask you, has there ever been a Babylon since Jesus came? No. I mean, in this world, physically. Is there a country country called Babylon? No. 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 Good. So we know it's not talking about a physical place, correct? Yes. It must be referring to a spiritual place. Sure, sure. In the Old Testament, there was a Babylon, but this is all New Testament now. This is all in the future. Or at least in our time. So, what could you call the meaning of this place called Babylon That he says God's people are in And in verse 4, a voice was crying to us And telling us to come out of her Where do you think this place is? Liz, where do you think this place is? You can see Inside God's people to come out from there What? Where do you think that place is? Each in their own personal Babylon okay what would you say that babylon is for anybody for yourself for me for whomever
2: Some, something that captives us, uh, makes us a captive i i think like it could be money it could be greed it could be um
0: addictions now if that was the case then the bible would have used the word Egypt. Now somebody might say I should explain that
1: Yes I think you should explain that
0: Egypt is used In the scriptures as symbolic Of a place where we were trapped In sin And captivity in Babylon Is used as a place where we We're trapped in religion Okay oh, Okay I, get, I understand that okay Very good very good And That is why Paul used the word liberty when he was talking about the people who were still stuck in the Old Testament. Amen? Amen. Any questions about what I've said so far? I think it's really simple, but we might be new. But do you see the correlation between the liberty, what we just read Paul talk about in 2 Corinthians, and these people here, in Revelation chapter 18, verse 4, who are in captivity. Sorry,
3: Amen. 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 Then,
0: do you see the correlation uh-huh. between what Paul talked about in Second Corinthians, where he yeah. said, that people who were reading Moses, that's the Old Testament, that yes. because their minds had not been renewed, are mm-hmm. in captivity. They're not yes. in the liberty. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we see here another captivity where God is telling his people to come out of somebody. Yes. A woman. He says, come out of her. And we know all God's people cannot be in one physical human being. So obviously, mm-hmm. it's talking about a spiritual condition. And he gave it a name called Babylon. Do you remember in the Old Testament what, that, what they always wanted to do to the children of Israel in, in Babylon? Do you remember? It was always, what, was, what were they always trying to get them to do?
1: To worship Baal or worship their other
2: gods.
0: Is anybody else out there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hey Amen. Do you remember the story of Daniel? Sorry, the the four Hebrew children.
1: Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. Yes.
0: Sorry, I'm sorry. Three. There was a fourth man who showed up in there. Remember? Yep. Why was the king? Why did the king put them into the fire? They wouldn't worship as he wanted. Aha, uh-huh. he had no problem with them living unrighteously. He didn't care whether they were stealing, whether they were thieves. His problem with them was worship. Amen. Amen. Yep. Do you remember Everybody's great... going to bend and bow to one place. Thank you. Do you remember the great man, Daniel? And they wanted to get rid of him. And they said, the only way we can get rid of this guy, it has to have to do something to do with his God. Do you remember that? Yes. And then they go to the king and say, King, you know, you're such a great king. And for the people to prove their loyalty to you, we must set out a day that no one should pray to any other God but you. And the king said, that's a lovely idea. Do you remember that story? Yes. And the Bible says the king proclaimed it. And those guys went and sat outside the house of Daniel knowing fully well that at six o'clock he would open his window, look towards Jerusalem and begin to pray. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure they had their iPhone and everything, Galaxy notes ready just to get that. <laughs> just to catch him in the act. Just to catch him in the act. And they got him. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody remembers yeah. that story, right? yes there you go so babylon was all about entrapping god's people in false religion it didn't care whether you were living on righteous or righteous they didn't care okay okay all right and at some other time okay you know what maybe i should do it now just look at look at revelation chapter 11. talk about we we'll talk about Babylon so let's see Egypt briefly read verse um, 7 and 8 Revelation 11 verse 7 and 8 Amen Amen Amen
2: Amen Amen,
1: Amen. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified.
0: Amen. Now, please, brethren, was Jesus crucified in Egypt?
1: <laughs> no.
0: No. No. Was he crucified in Sodom? No. No. So why does the Bible say, doesn't the Bible know where Jesus was crucified? Of course. Because symbolically, Jesus died for you and I and took our place in sin. Isn't that so?
2: Uh-huh. Yes.
0: And Sodom is the poster boy for sin in the Bible, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Egypt also. Is symbolic of sin because Egypt is symbolic of the life we're living before Moses, in other words, Jesus came and killed the lamb, put the blood on our door, and set us free from Egypt. Everybody, you get it now? Yes. yes. There you go. Yes. So Egypt has always been symbolic of the sin that we and I were born into. It's not sins. I hope everybody knows the difference between sin and sin.
3: No.
2: Say that again.
0: I hope everyone knows the difference between sin and sins. The Bible disc- the, the talks about both of them in different terms.
2: I got sin, sin. I didn't get the second word.
0: S I N S.
2: All sin and sins.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. Everybody know the difference? Or anybody want to explain for us the difference?
3: No
2: clue. Well, <laughs> I think when we're talking about sin, we're talking about sin as the opposite, opposite of being redeemed and okay. redemption. And sins with an S, I think are more the sins that man puts upon you to keep you from worshiping the true God.
0: How do you mean man puts upon you?
2: Well, they're out there and he accuses you of the sins that that he holds high that are supposed to be higher than the sins that the redeem talk about. Okay. I probably okay. have, have okay. got it too lofty, but I know in my mind what I mean.
0: Okay. Okay. All <laughs> right.
2: Can I, okay. can I take a
1: stab? Somebody
0: else, look, did uh, uh, the, 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 the belly want to say something?
1: I have no clue. No. Uh, okay.
0: So I think I, I heard Kay's try. voice. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kay.
1: I think when the Bible says sin, they're talking about the original sin that we were born of because of the fall of Adam and Eve in the garden. And when it talks about sins, it's talking about the things that we did that were wrong, that we could, what we've committed.
0: Excellent. Now, sin is a nature that you inherit from your earthly father. You cannot inherit it from your mother. Amen? Amen. Amen. Who, who Who wants me to explain that, or should I just move on?
1: Explain. Explain.
0: Hey, you just gave us the answer, why would you need me to explain? Uh-huh. I
1: was just saying because I have a feeling nobody else knows.
0: Okay, no. let them speak for themselves. Uh-huh. That's because you're a father. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, I, I think I heard, I heard Liz said explain. It's very easy. Yeah. Why did Jesus have to come without a father? That's the answer. He if couldn't he come, come he father, couldn't
2: come to something that was carnal. He yeah. came to
0: his mother. His physical blood and everything, when he was in the womb, when he was conceived, everything that was all Mary's body.
2: Yeah, but it, it did not include anything from man.
0: Be- because Mary is not a man.
1: So that's why sin is inherited from the father.
0: Sin is inherited from the father. Remember the Bible says, God visits the sins of the fathers to the children. To and the, the children's the children. Generation. Remember that? What yep. about the, sins of the yeah. Mothers don't commit sins. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so, she
2: can't have a child without exactly. propagation, and, and if man is carrying the seed of sin, then yeah. that's why he doesn't talk all about the, the children
0: that are gonna be born from my children my sons are all inside of me right now except of course from the ones the sons that are born that's scriptural you remember the bible says that when abraham paid tithes to melchizedek that levi who wasn't yet born his grand his great grandson was in abraham paying tithes to Melchizedek, also. You all remember that? I remember reading that. Okay. Yes. So if Abraham was in trouble with Melchizedek, guess who else was in trouble with Melchizedek? Levi. There you go. Visiting the iniquities of the fathers unto the children, even to the third and fourth generation, and visiting the blessings of the fathers unto the children, even unto the third and fourth generation.
1: The 10th generation,
0: the blessings. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, even the word third and fourth is is just just a a term. It just means, you know, endless. You know,
2: it's more than one.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Until somebody steps in and, and breaks it. Okay. All right. So, where we started was about worship, knowing that worship means, according to Romans chapter 12, It means the submission of our bodies to God in sacrifice. Spiritually. And we, yes. And we said that the body that was being spoken about here was not a physical body. Amen? Amen. Amen. So if somebody says, okay, fine, I believe you, but can you give me a scripture to show that it doesn't mean physical body, but it means spiritual body? Can anybody give us a scripture? Where does it talk about, where in the Bible do we know where it talks about us having a spiritual body? Let's, let's make it easy that way. How about, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter
2: 15. When we become redeemed. Sorry? When, when we accept Christ and we're redeemed, we have a spiritual body. Oh, you have a spiritual body before you accept Christ. Let me find First Corinthians. What chapter did you say? One five. Okay, I'm on six. Okay, one five. For in him, you have been enriched in every way in all your speaking and in all your knowledge.
0: Okay, Okay. no. Okay, so we're looking at something about um, probably closer to the 40s. Was
1: I on the wrong verse? It's verse uh, verse 40 talks. I think if you start at... um, Okay. Verse 38. You go from 38 to 40.
0: Okay. Go ahead then. In 1
1: Corinthians? Yeah, chapter Corinthians
0: 15. chapter
1: 15, verses 38 to
2: 40. Yes. Okay, I'm in the wrong chapter. Go ahead, I'll catch it up. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm there. Amen. Amen? Amen. Oh, that's the resurrection.
1: But God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him and to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beast, another of fishes, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another.
0: Continue to 41.
1: There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory.
0: Okay. All right. So let let's use that as our let's use that as our base. Okay.
1: Oh, in forty four, it talks is about the spiritual body. So should I go
0: on? Yes. Yeah, go ahead yeah, then. Go ahead then.
1: Okay. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. All right. And 45, uh, we have to- to Sorry,
0: sorry, sorry, go ahead, I apologize.
1: And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul, and the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. All
0: right. Okay. So, verse 44 was actually the, the key scripture, but you can see there that you have two bodies. Okay? So, you, right now, as I speak with you, you have two bodies. A spiritual one, And a natural one Look how big you are Compared to the day you were born Mm -hmm. Where did all That mass come from It came from this environment Here right Mm -hmm. Okay Now Jesus said Don't fear those Who can only kill the body And after that do nothing But I'll tell you Who you should fear Fear him that is able to destroy both the body and the soul in hell. Everybody remember that scripture? Yes. Everybody remember that scripture? Yes. Yes. So Jesus is telling you that in the next world, you will have both your soul and your body. But it can't be this body Because we can go to the grave And we can find your bones there And the maggots have taken the rest He's talking about your spiritual body Sometimes And I don't like this phrase But I'm just going to use it This one time Sometimes you'll hear the Buddhists Etc. talk about something Referred to as the astral body Amen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is the body that Paul wants you to bring as a living sacrifice to God. Do you remember when it says your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: You think he's talking about this flesh and bone here? No. no. The spiritual body. It's talking about your spiritual body.
3: So it's astral your... body is the same as spiritual body.
0: Yes. Do you remember when Jesus was crucified and buried? When the disciples came to his grave the, at the third day, do you remember they saw his clothes all wrapped up and put by the side of his bed? Yes, he just like yeah. left. What, where did he get clothes from? Because he wasn't naked when they saw him. He spiritual. Was Sorry, somebody was going to say something. Mom said spiritual.
1: I wasn't saying he was clothed in glory.
0: There you go. But he didn't go pick some of these clothes up and just put them on. His spiritual body didn't need clothes because he was clothed. And when he appeared to you, you saw him as clothed. Now something else. Did he eat food with them? No. Yes. Remember when they were fishing? Instead of going to preach like he told them? And they kept fishing all night. And then early in the morning when they came to shore, they caught nothing. And they saw one man frying fish by the sea, by the shore. Mm -hmm. And he said, children, did you catch anything? And they said, no, sir. And he said, okay, come on over and eat some. And then they realized it was Jesus. You all remember that? Mm -hmm. Yes. And he ate with them. Two or three times after he rose from the dead. Let me ask you a question. Why would a spiritual being that has risen from the dead eat food? Isn't that a mystery? Don't you want to meditate on those things? Mm -hmm. Don't you want to find out do you know when you think about these things, you begin to change?
2: Well, you know, we always talk about there isn't anything that God can't do. If he didn't clothe him when he appeared in his spiritual self to us in our natural, yes. we wouldn't be able to accept him.
0: It, 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 exactly. But the, key, the, the thing is not what our reaction is. What you and I are meditating on is the mystery of it all. Why did he have to, he have to take off all the clothes that he was be, wrapped in? Fine, we get that. Okay, he took it off. But where did he get clothes to wear? And after we thought about that mystery, the next thing we want to think about is, wait, he ate all this food with them. Did he go to the toilet? Don't you want to no, Don't you want to think? I'm not being irreverent. <laughs> well, he had a new body and he has a new life. Exactly. His body will consume the whole food, not just the nutrients, everything. It became a part of him. Think about that. Mm-hmm. You have exactly that same body right now. That is why in verse 44, it says it is planted a natural body. That means when you're buried, you're buried like a natural person. But one day, you're going to come back to this world with a spiritual body. Uh, Your spiritual body never dies.
2: I was trying to think the name, the, the words of a song. I don't know if I can get it straight, but it was something about uh, sown in... Uh,
0: sown in dishonor, raised in glory
2: and 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 you'll have a, a new body praise the lord you'll have a new life that's a song Dang. and that, that song
0: that, you're that, talking about comes right from this chapter
2: first right chapter. I, and 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 there were words in this chapter that made me think of it
0: exactly comes right from here so and, yeah go ahead i
3: was gonna ask so does it mean there's um there's another word for spiritual or as. Astro- 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 What did you say? What do you call it? The Bible just
0: calls it body.
3: Is it terrestrial? Okay, I see celestial body and terrestrial body.
0: Terrestrial means this your physical body, right? Okay. Uh Spiritual means the other body that you and I don't see now that the Bible refers to.
3: Celestial means the other body.
0: Yes, spiritual Spiritual body. Yes.
3: Okay, I would have thought it was the other way around. No, celestial
0: means (laughs) celestial means sky. Right. Okay. Right. Means your higher body, yes. finer body. Okay. Everybody has it. Mm. That's why I hear some people say I was in the operating room and I found myself floating out and I was looking at my body.
2: Yes, and okay. I've had
0: that experience twice. Exactly. That was I, you. That I was you. Too. That was you. Your natural body.
1: And terra, T-E-R-R-A in Latin means earth
0: or yeah, so that's yes, ground. terrestrial, territory, territory, earth. Uh, so the, the the thing now is we as all of us are here this morning, we're meditating on the word of God. Okay. Okay. We are struggling with sins, but we're not struggling with sin. 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 So Jesus came and died for our sins. 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 (laughs) Yes. Okay. He had to die for our sins because our sins include sin itself. Uh, Yes. But now he's working to deliver us from our sins. He has already delivered us from sin. but he's delivering us from? Sins.
2: Sins.
0: Amen. 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 And just promised you something. He said, whoever believes in me shall never die. But even if they die, they shall what?
1: Live forever. Huh? Live forever.
0: forever. Oh, my God. Oh, man. We don't know that. Oh, don't know that scripture?
1: Oh, we do. It says, and even if he die, he shall live
0: forever. Is that what it says in your Bible? Yes. Even if he dies, he shall live again.
1: Well, it says that too. It says, I mean, it gives that, that passage in three different places, and it says it differently in three different places.
0: Okay, read, read the one that says forever. Hang on. I look at the scripture that says, whoever believes in me shall never die. But even if they die, they shall live again.
2: Yet they shall come to life unless it dies.
0: Yes. And nothing comes to life except it dies. Hang on. Does, while she's looking for that, does anybody else have something you want to talk about, you want to say, and you know, questions or comments?
2: Okay,
1: I'm
0: um, in
2: 15 and verse 35,
1: First Corinthians. Okay. It's going to be in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John.
2: Well, I'm in 1 Corinthians 15. And I don't have your translation, well, but mine says, but somebody, someone may ask, how are the dead raised? With what yes. kind of body will they come?
0: Yes, that is, yeah, that is First Corinthians 15. The one that Kay is looking for is in the book of John, where Jesus says, "Whoever believes in me shall never die." Okay, John, what what uh, chapter?
2: Chapter eleven. It's all the Word of God with all this red
0: words. Okay. Verse 25.
1: That's the one that you were saying, but there's the, he's the um, I am the resurrection That's of the nice. life. He talks about that in all four of the gospels. but The one oh. you were talking about was from John.
0: Okay. All right. So have you found the one you were talking about?
3: I'm looking for it.
0: Okay. All right. While you do so, that, somebody else wanted to say something. I
3: was just going to take you back to that uh, second Corinthians that yes. we read earlier about
0: Moses
3: and the veil. Yes. So it's, I mean, it's, it's can you explain, um, when you say Moses put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not steadily, could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. Yes. I don't understand that.
0: Very good question. When Moses went to see God, Every time he left the presence of God, Hmm. he would have this thing almost like radiation
2: Hmm. on his face.
0: It's too bright to look at. And he would have to cover his face so as not to blind them. You know how in Africa, when you go and see certain priest kings, they have a veil over their face.
3: Yes.
0: Like the Oni, right, Abele? Yes. Remember, he's a priest king. Yeah. And even among your people in Aguleri, the priest kings, at certain events, they have their faces covered, right. which is symbolic of when they have gone into that shrine to pray and come out. Remember, Moses mm-hmm. was an African. This is very important. We need to understand this. If you want to understand the Old Testament, you yes. need to understand a lot of African culture. I cannot overemphasize this. Yes. Please. It's very important. The Old Testament... Is an expression of African mm-hmm. culture documented? Yes. Amen? Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, and I wish I was a European or an Asian saying this so nobody says, ah, he just wants to get tourists to Africa. <laughs> okay, I'm just giving it to you as it is because these yeah. practices that you see, for example, mm-hmm. circumcision. Yeah. Among your people, uh, Ibele, on what day do you have to circumcise a, a little boy? the seventh day all right. eighth day eight the, the seventh day you yeah. see that in the scriptures uh-huh. when a young wife is on her monthly cycle she's not allowed to touch any of the cooking utensils in the home correct yeah that used to be uh, an ancient practice you know, in that i understand it's ancient that's what we're talking about because the unclean reason, uh-huh. the reason we're talking about them is because we want to understand where how to understand, how to interpret what we're studying in scripture yes yes that it wasn't out, it wasn't in isolation there was a, there was for example the bible says that moses father in law's name was jethro the priest of god isn't that so mhm hello is anybody there yes yes jethro the priest of what god mm-hmm. But he was not an Israelite. And when Moses came out and was trying to hear all the problems of the people, it was his father-in-law, Jethro, that called him and said, no, don't do it this way. And showed him how to do it. Remember that?
1: Mm-hmm. He was a
0: priest of God before Aaron became a priest of God. We need to understand these things. Mm-hmm. Why? That's why I'm pointing us, there, pointing us there. How do you understand these things? Well, it's easy because I go and I find out that You know, these practices are are carried out in ancient societies and why did they do them? What were they symbolic of? And they helped me understand. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the veil on Moses' face represented the fact that he had gone to see the God. Yeah. Okay. And Mm -hmm. by his seeing the God, he's transformed and his very face was a danger to the people who he was going to minister to. So to minimize the impact of the radiation on them, he had to cover his face. Now, what does that have to do with the New Testament? Paul says that because we are the children of that God, we can come to that God with our face uncovered without fear of being consumed by the fire. Are you with me? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Moses was only allowed to see a tiny portion of the God, but still the power was so great that it was dangerous. Moses even asked the God, said, notice I keep saying the God. I have a reason why I'm saying that. Because it is God. He said, can I see your glory? And he said, what did he tell Moses? Come on, Bible student. You studied this in Sunday school. I remember when Moses reading about God, the glory on his face. Yeah, when, when Moses asked God, can I see your glory? What did God tell him? He told him he couldn't. Because he, he said, couldn't. you couldn't. He said, but I'll do this for you. I'll put you in a cleft in the rock and I will use my hands and cover your face and I will walk by you so you can see my back. (laughs) Mm, And Paul is have Because it would have burned his eyes. Exactly. And Paul is telling you here, he says that glory that Moses thought was something huge, he said was no glory at all compared To the glory that you and I are interacting with. And he said Moses had to cover his face. But that you can look at him eye to eye without fear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you are his child. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. That's what that's all about. And so if you are not his child. Everything he has written remains as a as a as a as a coded um, enigma to you.
3: And so that's why it's a, that's why they were blinded by because they saw it as such a huge, you know, thing. Yes, they were
0: blinded to protect them from the light. Yes, they are blinded to protect them from the light. The veil. That's why it says that same veil is upon their hearts today. Yes. That is why I always warn the Christians. I say, don't try to take these deep things to people who are not ready. They, if, they because, won't understand it anyway. They can't understand it, but they might turn against you. Yeah. Well, how would you feel if you were having a nice, you know, sound sleep at 3 a.m. And your friends just came and put on bright light in your room and, and scream, hey, you're not going to mm. be happy. <laughs> and that's what you do when you take some of this bright word to people out in the world. You know, Jesus said, don't cast your pearls to pigs. You, so you have to, you have to be careful. You make sure you dim the light a little bit before you take it <laughs> to the world. Mm. Okay? Teach them the basic things. Explain to them why Jesus came and died. Explain to them the correlation. Between what happened with Adam And why Jesus had to come That if Adam hadn't sinned Jesus wouldn't have come And he came without an earthly father Because if he had come with an earthly father He would have inherited sin from his father Oh is that why You've got to start from there Before you begin to talk to them about You know the third heaven And you know (laughs) Seven Mm -hmm. means perfection Ten means this Do you understand they have yeah, to have yeah. that first situated. It's the foundation. Otherwise, mm. you know, you lose people.
3: Okay. Um, this is this is. The, I was gonna ask. Now you've mentioned Aaron in your conversation because it was it was one of the questions I was gonna ask earlier. Yes. Um. Within within the book of Numbers, sometime this week. Yes. I know it was men- I know it was mentioned that. Um, the, uh, God asked Moses to count everyone apart from the, the Levites. Yes. Okay. And then Aaron is a priest. Yes. And the Levites are priests. Yes. So was Aaron a Levite?
0: Yes, Aaron was a, Moses was a Levite too. Really? Yeah, the Levite. Yeah, the Levites were the tribe of the priests came out of the tribe of Levi and the Levites were supposed to assist the priests.
3: Right, so why weren't they counted? Why, why, why did God say they shouldn't be counted?
0: Because they're midst? set apart for God, they're not even allowed, they were not even allowed to own land. Okay, they were servants, servants of God. Anywhere they came to, the people were supposed to give them land to settle. So the tribe of Levi lived all over Israel, in among all the other 11 tribes,
3: and they're not, they're not supposed to get married.
0: No, of course they get married. What do you mean? Who said that? It's only the priests. The the priests were only allowed to marry Uh a virgin. Unless she was the wife of a dead priest. Right. That's it. But they could marry from any tribe. Okay. But it had to be a virgin. But if they married a woman that wasn't a virgin, it means she was a widow of a priest. priest. Okay. That's all. Okay. Good questions. Excellent questions. Any other question?
2: Well, that just goes right back to uh, being born in sin of our father's in, in, exactly. You know, uh, uh, because you wonder where, where people that don't know the Bible get some of the stuff that they say that is counter to a word.
0: And you and, see, uh, let, let, me, let me say one thing here God is a very dangerous person to mess with, not because Amen. of God Himself. And I want to emphasize that. But because of his creation, his creation is under law and order. In other words, there are laws that God has put in place and sometimes he will suspend them, but he will never eliminate them. What does that mean? That means, no matter, God, for example, the law of gravity. God can decide, you know, for whatever reason to allow you to walk on the air correct he can do that yes he can do that i well, there's never going to come a time when god is going to change us to birds and say ah oh, we just fly okay as long as you're a human being you're going to be terrestrial okay now i'm trying to get at something god said in the bible that a foreigner cannot enter the temple of god Except after the third or fourth generation. So, if you came to America as an immigrant, for example, not your son that was born in America, not your children, your your son's son that was born in America, but your son's son's son would be able to enter the National Cathedral. Are you with me? Yes. Yes. If you have a child out of wedlock, but you are full-blooded Israelites with a full-blooded Israelite girl, you're full-blooded American with a full-blooded American girl, and you all have a child out of wedlock, that child's child, 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 10 times cannot enter the National Cathedral cannot enter the temple. Now, I want us to meditate on that for a second and watch what is going on all around America today and around the world. What you are seeing throwing those Molotovs are what? Those children of the dead, so to speak. Bastards. We don't like to use that word. I understand it. It's sensitive. But mark what I'm telling you. Mark what I'm telling you. Because the word of God, the Bible says it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. And for you to preach this word, you must be ready to get enemies. But there's no need to be, to be angry with me. Teach the people. The fact that you are born in that condition is not a death sentence. You just need to understand what energy is working against you. And when you come to Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ can take you out of that curse. I don't know if you're with me, everybody. We're talking about Oh, I'm I'm with you. We're talking Mm -hmm. about sins. Not sin. Sins. So what you're seeing happening, these are energies. You're seeing this. I'm not talking about the protesters that are holding placards. I'm not referring to those ones. I'm not referring to the ones that say the president is a bum. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the ones that are taking Molotov cocktails, throwing into buildings, that are pouring gasoline on cups. What they're telling you is they hate authority. Yes. Do you understand? The cup is symbolic of that father that wasn't there. That mother that wasn't there. That's what you're seeing. It's a spiritual problem that America and the rest of the world has chosen not to do any. In fact, we, we, we finance it. Oh, just get rid, any 18 year old male in the house, get rid of him and we give you money. You'll be mm-hmm. just fine. That's the consequence that you're seeing on the streets there. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't pretend Those people are not fighting for black lives. Have you seen the color of most of those kids? Yes. Thank you. That is from the Bible. The bastard shall not enter the congregation of the righteous, even after the 10th generation. But the children of Egypt, that surgeon amongst you, shall enter the temple after the fourth generation. When God put it that way, He wanted you to know this Egypt who you consider to be your worst enemy is your brother compared to the bastard. Wow. I
2: hadn't even thought about it uh, as, as I look at that Malay on the streets.
0: Mm. Because that brings no it father, full circle. Imagine imagine mom, imagine your children. Who were 18, 19, and they lived with you, and you didn't know where they were at 2 a.m., and they came back with a leather bag or whatever. Uh, They know what they know. In fact, they probably wouldn't come back home that night. I was just saying, anybody come up in this house better not show up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Look, just the fact that you were there, we knew how to behave. Well, the there was just some they're...
2: rules that, that, that you don't break and that they don't ever change no matter which generation it, it's exactly. in. Exactly. The Bible says
0: teach a child the way he should go and he will not deviate from it. Those people you see doing those things, what, ramming police officers in their car. You drive a car, you see the cops and you ram over them. You see a policeman standing, you pour gasoline on him and light him. What is that? That is so evil. Oof. What is that? It's going on.
3: Mm. Um, yeah, law and order. It's just interesting <laughs> when you said that.
0: <laughs> the,
3: Bible, the Bible even says that. <laughs>
2: yes. And you know, we that know the Bible, why are, why are we not keeping our kids at home and allowing them to go to the streets even to watch?
0: Because the very system is against us. The very system does not want us to keep our kids. We yeah. fight. We're fight. we fighting with the system. We send our children to school. The school teaches our children that they came from monkeys. Mm-hmm. That's why it's breaking down. They sold the wind and now are ripping the whirlwind. And we are not happy about that at all. Because when the plague came to Egypt, it came for everybody. Even the Israelites started telling Moses, look, since you came, things have gotten worse for us, not better. <laughs> 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 the Bible said there was a time they picked up stones and wanted to stone Moses and Aaron. You remember that?
3: Yeah. All right. Yeah. You should have okay.
0: left us back where we were. Yeah, you should exactly. have left us back where we, we had garlic and onions. You remember I, when I read that part, garlic and onions, <laughs> They were healthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I read the Bible, you don't know whether God is joking or whether He's serious. Of all the things God, you, you remember they said, you remember they were missing garlic and onions.
3: Yeah, man, I haven't got anything to eat. <laughs> At least I have got and onion.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Is there any other question before we pray?
2: Well, oh, it puts a whole different perspective on my thought patterns today.
0: Ooh. All right. I hope it's positive.
2: Well, it is positive. It's, it just brings it full circle to the scriptures.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. So I hope that we've gotten a little renewal of the mind. As the word says it will do.
2: Now I'm ready to worship.
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I solicit your prayers. I solicit your support. Okay. I want to thank you for your time. For those of you who have been faithful, you know, supporting this work, for being involved, sharing these videos. Okay. Don't be, don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay? Keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook over these video so your friends and family can discuss it. okay? And continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through you know the, the comment section here on YouTube. okay? So I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thanks so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said if you want to continue listening to us, by order you can always go. okay. To our website, you can see the online radio channels that you can get us through. Like I mentioned, um, Apple's iTunes. I mentioned Apple iTunes. I mentioned um, Spotify, and I think Google. You can also, you know, the other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio. Okay, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like button hit the like button. I can't say that enough. Every time you watch videos through YouTube, hit the like button. Now, if you're watching through Facebook, or you're watching through some other video like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so we will see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you. Or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you, hit that like button. Okay? Hit that like button. It matters to us. Okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing, you know, by watching our videos. Okay? But in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be on the road. But wherever I am, I'm going to be broadcasting from there. So the broadcast is still going to keep going, okay? So thank you so much, everybody. God bless you. See you soon.